Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Crunching the numbers, thanks to Hume Tennis and Community Centre, a mini Melbourne park in Melbourne's north, which has tennis for everyone. Perfect for coaches and players if you're coming from interstate to train and compete. Close to Melbourne Airport with accommodation available. Find out more at humetennis.com.au. Welcome back to Crunching the Numbers. Uh, I'm Chris Conch. I get to play host this week. And joining me is my good friend and a coach I really respect, Stephen Huss. Stephen, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for saying something nice. That's a little unlike you, but I appreciate it. <laughs> No, yeah, I want to brag. So you were just, you've been on the road uh, this past week, haven't you? Got to be a tour coach for a week. Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, no, I've been doing a little bit uh, with Jason Kubler, kind of supporting him and the team that he works with up at KDV. Um, so yeah, I've done a little bit with him lately, which has been fun. And you're, yes. of course, in Europe and you have switched surfaces. You've gone from... Uh, the slow clay um, to the fast grass. And just give yeah. me a quick quick comment on what the grass is like in the 125 in Italy this week. Yeah, so it's uh, definitely interesting. I, I don't think they had uh, – it's they built the courts on a, on a soccer field, so I, I just don't think they, they prepared well enough to see it, what the bounces were like. So I, I told the girl I travel with, Claire Lou, I said it's like being in the 80s where you just can't let the ball bounce. So – everyone's chipping and charging, serving and volleying, uh, which you just don't see nowadays. It's pretty crazy. Second serves do. So, uh, boy, challenge. But, uh, yeah, so you got to deal with it, you know, like you like you told me today. Uh, I was complaining a little bit, but you put me in my place. So, fortunately, I didn't. Fortunately, yeah. I didn't tell Claire that. <laughs> well, well done to Claire first round. I hope she keeps it going there. Tell, tell us about uh, the topic that we're going to cover today, Chris. Yeah, so uh, I'm pretty excited about this. I, 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 we were trying to brainstorm some topics, and, and I had just mentioned in passing returns, which for, for me, returns I was always the worst part of my game. I could, I could serve pretty well, felt like I could hold fairly well most of the time. But as I've gotten older, and especially in coaching, it's something I've really tried to study a little bit more because I'm not very good at it. The, the girl I travel with is actually pretty good at returns, so I get to see the, I get to see what a, maybe a good returner can do. And I know it's something you've really studied, Stephen. Even from the first time I met you, you always talked about returns. So let me ask you, what's so interesting for you about returns? Why, why is that something you you love to research? Well, it, it might have been because I didn't really serve very well, unlike you. Um, so I knew if I had to win matches, I had to uh, I had to hit some decent returns. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was I wouldn't say that I was a great returner as a player. I was probably more a streaky returner. Um, but you know, from the stuff that we've already talked about here on crunching the numbers, we know how important um, you know the serve and return are early in the rally. Um, I believe in the modern game that serves are getting better and better, faster, bigger, more spin. Um, I believe the women's side has gotten a lot better with their serving as well. So I think it, the game is just going in that direction. So 
um, if you, you know, perhaps don't have the height or the technique to continue to evolve as a server or that isn't your strength, I mean, you better be a good returner now because uh, you have to get into the points as often as possible, apply pressure on the servers. Um, and so just like we've been talking about with the one to four rally length and early in points, the return is incredibly important. And I also have been guilty as a coach of not working on it enough in, in practice. Um, and so it's something that, uh, yeah, is particularly important and that is perhaps neglected uh, a little bit more than other parts of tennis. So I'm glad that we're getting into it today. Great summary. And, and hopefully a couple of things we can hit on or maybe, uh, like you said, first off, the one to four, how important the return is. It, the, the, a lot of these points are one to four. I think we had broken down that the average for the slams um, a year ago was uh, I think it was like 60% were one to four. So those returns are important. And then you also talked about the men and the women. Hopefully today we can get into that a little bit. But so first off, there, there's, there's just so much when you talk about returns, there's so many different things you can think of. But let's say you're talking to a junior. What, what's your advice when, when you ask, what, what's your goal when you're returning? What do you think your your goal is? Yeah, I I think it's it becomes a little bit individual compared to the player that you're working with as they sort of develop and, and come up with their own style. Um, but, I mean, bottom line is uh, when you're returning a first serve, I do believe it's about neutralizing the first serve, um, trying to get you know back into the point as much as possible uh, to try and apply pressure from a sort of a, a cumulative way by making a lot of first, re first serve returns and neutralizing the serve. And then I think it switches when you start to return a second serve. And now you should be looking to try and be a bit more aggressive, try to take control of the point as much as possible. Uh, I do believe, you know, especially on the women's side, but certainly on the women, on the men's side in, at times as well, the second serve may be the shortest and the slowest shot that you sort of get in the whole rally. So if you think about a, a player like, a, you know, a Halep, uh, obviously the second serve has to, has to land inside the service box for it to be in. Um, and Halep doesn't have a strong second serve and she has a bit of a tendency to slice. And so you may be able to start with a forehand. That's very likely the slowest um, shot that you're going to receive and the shortest shot you're going to receive. Because if you just hit that second serve back and start a rally, she's probably going to move you. She's probably going to have good depth and she's probably going to have good weight on her shots. So therefore, I think first serve neutralize, uh, second serve look to take advantage, attack. Um, but also we have to be mindful of people's individual characteristics. How tall are they? How big they are? What is their game style? Um, perhaps you want to talk a little bit more about that, Chris. Yeah, I, th I think you, you kind of nailed it for me. So, so when I talk to these juniors, sometimes I say, what are you trying to do with your serve? And, and they say, oh, I'm trying to hurt my opponent or trying to stay in control. And then you ask them returns and they, they don't really have an answer. And I, for, for me, originally, it was a try to neutralize the server, but I, I think that's kind of evolved a little bit into um, try to be as aggressive as the server will allow you to be, um, and also your game style will allow you to be. So if it, let's say, um, you know, let's say I like to take big cuts at the ball, it's going to be tough if they have a big server, I'm standing right on the baseline, and I don't understand how to trim my swing. So maybe you play a little further back or 
let's say I'm playing a, someone that's really good at absorbing, but I, I'm really slow and I want to be super aggressive. That could be tough. If I smack it right at them, they can just hit it to the open corner. And I can't, I can't get there in time. So like you said, you have to kind of weigh like what you're good at or what you're trying to do. Maybe I want to run around and use my forehand more. So yeah, there's a lot of things that, that come into play, but obviously you want to neutralize, but also maybe there's an opportunity to be aggressive and maybe that's something we can get into. You think of the big, big three, you know, even big four, if you talk about Murray and I, I would say three of those four are more aggressive returners, right? Federer, um, Murray, Djokovic, and, and then Nadal plays further back pretty far back would you say he's hitting an aggressive return from there or a neutral return yeah i would say that nadal is is more aggressive and i would also uh, sorry is more defensive uh more neutral because of how you know he the reason he stands further back is to give himself a bit more time and obviously the further back he is the harder it is for him to hurt his opponents so he's really trying to accumulate pressure and get a high percentage of returns in. And I, I think you have some numbers for us from Nadal a little bit later. And I think uh, someone like Federer is a bit of a chameleon in the fact that um, if he's playing a, bit, a big server, he's willing to sort of slice, block, neutralize. Rem remember how he played Andy Roddick at Wimbledon. He would kind of get the continental grip out and chip a lot back, you know, chase the first ball and then kind of get into the point a little bit more. But Obviously, he can also step up, take the return early, you know, rush you for time. So I think yeah. he's a bit of a chameleon uh, in that way. And if you think about on the women's side, uh, I mean, Serena Williams is an incredible returner and applies so much pressure to you. And I, I think she is one of the most aggressive returners. She's well inside the baseline on, you know, almost all second serves and the ball's coming back on you so quickly after you serve and land. Um, so... Yeah, there, there is a, a difference in styles and, and the best players don't do it all one way. And I think that's good news for, you know, everybody who's playing the game. If you need a little bit more time and you start further back, that's okay. If your game style is more suited to coming up and playing earlier and being more aggressive, then, then that's great too. Yeah, and then like you were saying, even like a, like a Halep, she's going to, her strategy might be, I'm going to wear you down, but I'm not going to miss returns. And I think every year she's one of the top women's returners, maybe not as aggressive. She's behind the baseline hops in place, but she does not miss returns or not, not as many. So we had talked about this in a previous podcast. What, what would an acceptable level be uh, for returns in play? And, and what I found, I, I, the study I did from the U S open in 2019 was, was the men put in play and the, the women, uh, they were at 78%. For, so women obviously did a little bit better. So maybe we can kind of transition a little bit and talk about the difference between the men's and the women's game. And I think maybe you have a study that you can point to and, and talk about the differences there. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it comes down in a lot of instances, it comes down to time when you talk about the difference between the men and the women. And that's because of the speed of the serve and the quality of the serve on the men's side is a little bit better than the women's side. So, um, there, you know, there was an average, the women, there was, a, 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 there was research done where the women had an average of about one whole second before they made contact with the return, whereas the men had about 
0 0.7 um, of a second. So, you know, that's pretty significant if you think about it. The, the, the men have less time because the ball's getting on them quicker because of the bigger server. Um, so it's natural that on a first serve return that the men aren't making quite as many because the serve is bigger. Um, so, you know, the women should be making a higher percentage of returns and they do. They do better on the returning side with both the percentage made in the court. Uh, and this study um, also found that uh, that women, re uh, the speed that they returned at was actually higher as well. So the mean first serve return speed for women was actually 97 kilometers an hour. For men, it was 95 uh, and the second serve return speed for women was 112 kilometers an hour. And for men, it was 110 kilometers an hour. So for everyone out there who, you know, doesn't think that um, the women ever hit the ball harder than the men, uh, this is an instance where they do. Uh, and it's certainly based around that, that time, uh, the fact that they have a bit more time to set up their return uh, and obviously do a little bit more with the ball uh, when they're returning. So isn't, isn't that cool and interesting um, how the women are sort of winning that step there, if you like, Chris? Yeah, I think, I think that's great. Yeah, I, this is really cool to me is that going back to that study I did from the U.S. Open, we actually, I took the rally ball speeds from forehand, backhand, uh, all the averages. And basically the women were playing the same game as the men. It's the same game. The only real difference. So let's say the men, I think uh, I have it right here. The men hit uh, five miles an hour faster on the forehand, only two miles an hour on the backhand, which I wish I converted that to kilometers, mm -hmm. but uh, the serve was the big difference. That was the, the huge difference. And they hit 17 miles an hour faster uh, for first serves and 11 miles an hour faster for second serves. So that was, it was the same game with the exception of the, of the actual time, like you were saying, of, of the serve. Yeah. Uh, that's the, the noticeable difference in the men's and the women's game. With that being said, I, I know, let's say if we get into strategy and you talk about, okay, start to this person's forehand or start to this person's backhand, how hard is that, you know, in, in the men's game or on different surfaces? Is it, is it as easy as you, as that sounds? Cause I, I see this on Instagram and social media, like Iga Swiatek was successful when she started to this person's forehand. But I mean, talk about that a little bit. Is that a strategy that you try with your players to do you actually say try to start here if you can yeah well whenever you are playing the game you're you know firstly who are you playing against where are their strengths and weaknesses um how much can you do with the return i mean i know that uh craig o'shaughnessy had a stat where you know john isner actually lost more than 50 percent of the points if the returner was able to get his serve back um, so, and obviously John Isner has been top 20 in the world, you know, for the last 10 years or he's got an amazing record. So it's hard to get his serve back. Um, a pretty common, uh, thing that coaches tell their players is to, uh, you know, when you're returning against a good server or a strong server, it's to return across your body. So rather than, let's say from the juice side of forehand, rather than trying to hit that down the line. You want to play across your body, which would be, you know, cross court to the other person's forehand. Um, but if you're, you know, playing cross court to the person's stronger forehand and they start the, the rally with a plus one forehand, 
how much advantage do they gain from that? Um, and, you know, that may be a losing proposition. So, again, when we have numbers and we talk about statistics, it's not just about, oh, do this because it's a higher number. We have to take into account what happens afterwards um, and the whole point, not just the very beginning of it. Uh, so, and I would say that I'm sure that most players would like to start to Rafael Nadal's backhand, but he has this amazing record of hitting, you know, 80-something yeah. percent of forehands on his plus one. Um, and Nadal certainly doesn't, isn't the biggest and best server out there, but he's an incredible mover. Um, and it's really hard to find his backhand. So, again, it depends on the quality of the serve, but I think it is, it is good for the returner to figure or to find out, okay, which side should I get it to the, to the server if I can find their backhand more or their forehand more? Am I going to be in a better advantage to win the point? Um, so, again, there's a few nuances in there with uh, coaching and skill and, and, and how much you're going to hit the ball in. Um, but, again, girls on the female side, they're able to do this a little bit more often because the serves aren't as big. Um, they have a little bit more time to steer the ball where they want it to go. Uh, so, yeah, interesting. No, I think that's great. I think the other thing too is is the surface definitely helps. If if I'm playing Nadal on grass, uh, not me because my returns are terrible, but <laughs> I, I would think you'd have a little bit easier time finding his backhand than when you're playing him on on clay, starting a point. Um, also, let's say you know you brought up a good point about about the average speed that, that you can hit the, the, the second serve. So we talk about the difference between the first and the second serve, you know, second serves, you might have more time to run around and use your forehand if that's a strength. I actually saw another stat online, uh, an Australian guy had posted it, um, that statistically you hit more forehand returns. So I was thinking about that and I'm thinking, okay, well, I mean, there could be many reasons why that is. Uh, that I can think of, but I'd like to see a study done on that and see if that is correct. But there's another reason if beforehand you can hit harder, if you have time runner, it just depends what you're trying to do. But I thought, I felt like that was pretty interesting in general. Yeah, and you no, had kind of mentioned that. Go ahead. Yeah, no question. And another thing that I was going to say was that um, on the women's side, usually, oh, sorry, it's much more common that the women are, are actually hitting the second serve return inside the baseline, so they're closer, and it's much more common for the for the male player to be further back again because he needs a bit time, more time. The the ball is uh, traveling faster, so the greater distance there is between the server and the returner, the more chance that the server has to kind of move and find their forehand. And obviously, like you said, if you're on a grass court and the ball's skidding and the surface is faster. It's harder for Rafa to run around and find forehands. And obviously, the closer you are, um, the less time that the server has on their plus one um, shot. Uh, and if the return is able to, to, to handle the speed, they're going to be able to handle the side better. Um, but I think, we, I think we both agree, Chris, and I think a good message to the listeners um, is that when you're returning, uh, find a spot close, far, where you can make a high percentage of returns and then differentiate between the first serve return um, where it's more a neutralizing shot and you can, you're trying to get into the rally more and a second serve return where you could usually do more with the ball. 
Um, but I but I love sort of your you know what you called your modern definition uh, of the return, uh, which was uh, be as aggressive as the server and your game will allow you to be. Um, I think if people can remember that, and that certainly you know applies to tennis in general, you know be as aggressive as the ball allows you to be. And obviously it's a big difference if you're playing you know John Isner, he doesn't allow you to be very aggressive or if you're playing you know my daughter who's 11 and doesn't play much. Um, you know, you're going to be able to be a lot more aggressive. And so it's up to the returner to take a bit of that responsibility and go, okay, this is how much I can do. This is how strong the serve is. This is where I can find my forehand. And perhaps like you were talking about, oh, this, it's obvious this person's backhand is weaker. So I'm going to start the point there with my return as often as I can. That's fantastic. Yeah, like like I said, there's just so many things to think about on on returns. Obviously, you want to keep it simple. but for coaches, I think this is, for me, it's fantastic just to brainstorm and think why these stats, you know, because stats can be misleading, but, uh, you know, the more I kind of understand uh, the player I'm working with, the more I can understand what they can do. And like you said uh, about where I came up with being as aggressive as, as the server will you allow you to be, well, Claire was playing this girl a couple of years ago and she just kicked the serve in. The first serve. Yep. So after the first set, she lost the first set. I said, take the first serve she hits of the second set, the very first one, and come to the net. Just take and come to the net like an approach. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden she went from, okay, I can just get it in and start the point to I better do something more. And then the double faults start coming. And so anyways, there, there's strategy involved. But I think I think today's been pretty good, a good recap of uh, of the different strategies, anything else that you'd like to add? Can you actually share, um, I know you looked at the US Open finals. Yeah. I think it was Nadal and Andreescu. So why don't you, why don't you share a, a few of those statistics and, and just kind of, I think that outlines, um, you know, Nadal's game style, what he's about, and, and just kind of show how different yeah. he was to the rest of the field in that 2019 US Open. Nadal. He won it, and Andreescu won it. I think Nadal beat Medvedev. Yeah, he beat Medvedev, and Andreescu beat Serena Williams. So when we talk about just the, the men, Nadal put 85% first serve returns in play. That's incredible. And it, yeah, yeah and, and the entire field put in 72% first serve returns in play. Nadal won 40% of first serve returns, and the entire field won 28 so wow. right, right there, when you talk about in play, he's 13% higher. He's 12% higher for point first or points one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca, she was right at the average. So first serve returns in play, 78%. The women made 78%. First serve return points one, she won 43. And the entire field won 35. So she did 8% higher returns one on first serves. When you talk about second serves, Nadal was right at the average, which was 83% in play. Uh, Bianca was 2% higher. She put 86%. So she did better than Nadal. Mm -hmm. Uh, She put 86% in play. And the women, the entire field put in 84. So she did 2% higher than the women. Uh, When you talk about points, one for second serves, uh, Nadal won 51%. The men won 50%, the entire field, so 1% better. Uh, he basically 
did fantastic on the first serve returns, which, you know, if I had to pick one, I'd pick first serves over second because you're serving more first serves in general. And Bianca, second serve return, she was right the average. Um, but that whole tournament, Bianca was serving unreal. Uh, and then just last thing, I, I, I just love this, uh, you know, comparing the men to the women because I'm actually, I get to work with the women more. And whenever the women stand out, I think that's fantastic. Um, so if we talk about returns in play, Nadal was 7% higher. Points mm -hmm. one, Bianca was 3% higher than Nadal for first serve points. Average speed. Now I got this in kilometers an hour. Uh, they both hit 104 kilometers an hour for first serve returns. Uh, second serve, Bianca was 3% higher than Nadal. Points one, she was 3% higher. And Bianca's, this is alluding to what you had mentioned earlier, Bianca's average second serve return speed was 123 kilometers an hour to Nadal's 117. So she was six kilometers an hour higher than Nadal um, with her, with the second serve return. So I think that's, I think that's fantastic. That's an area to highlight because, you know, in general, they think everyone thinks that men's, men's tennis is faster and stronger. And that's certainly true on the serve side. But I think what we've discovered today and, and shared um, with the audience is that uh, the return side, um, the women are actually uh, dominating and, and ahead. And we know that's because the serves aren't as big. Um, but that's an area, you know, the women break more, they hit harder, they make a higher percentage. So if you've got an up and coming, yeah, if you've got an up and coming junior player, a female junior player, or, or, or even a professional senior player, uh, the returning is incredibly important and something that, um, that you absolutely want, want to be good at. That's well said. Well, Stephen, I really appreciate your time and uh, I think that was a good recap on, on the returns. And Absolutely. Thanks so much for your time, Chris. Great research. Thanks for sharing it. Uh, continued best of luck over there. And uh, we look forward to seeing Claire not only this week on the grass, but she's still got a couple more weeks, uh, including yeah. Wimbledon coming up. So all the best for that. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Stephen. I appreciate it. The First Serve is your home of tennis at thefirstserve.com.au. Log on to find out all the details of our live radio show, other podcasts, read weekly features by our team of writers and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.